final week of the Mike Parsons Project, as First Thing with Mike Parsons debuts a week from Tuesday from 5 to 6 a.m. on WJR. And uh, I I actually learned a, a lesson over the weekend where I have embarrassed myself and I've put myself on a timeout from social media arguing. And, uh, you know, it's something that I have, have cut back on a lot in recent years because, um, you know, w- once I'm in an argument, I can't let it go. So I, I made a decision a long time ago that, that for most things I disagree with on social media, I, I, I'm just going to ignore it because I don't have the time to sit there and argue all day. And, and the funny thing about social media arguments is that uh, uh, one thing I noticed w- would keep happening to me is that uh, um, someone would, 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 would side with me at the beginning and then they would go a completely different direction that I disagreed with and made me look crazy by uh, extension. But this weekend, I did it all to myself, completely uh, self-inflicted. Um, and uh, I, I guess I'll start uh, by uh, giving you a little background. Um, you know, like like most people, I don't really follow the WNBA. Um, I, 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 I'm not a big sports guy to begin with. Um, but, but anytime ESPN posts a link having to do with the WNBA or Brittany Griner, there is a growing amount of, of people who are supportive, but but a lot of comments whenever a, a story with those two subjects uh, is posted range from misogynistic to homophobic to downright hateful. So there's a story over the weekend that Brittany Griner was walking through an airport and she was being harassed by some dude from Breitbart. And, uh, I, of course, I was going through all the... Uh, all the comments, and you had idiots saying, well, she spoke, she criticized the United States, and then she gets locked up in a Russian prison. Good. Uh, there's a lot of jerkwads uh, who refer to Gr- Brittany Griner as he. Uh, the one time, uh, um, you know, they're, they're c- concerned with pronouns. So I had had enough, and I kind of rage posted uh, using voice-to-text. And the point I was trying to get across is that if you're one of these people who thought Brittany Griner should have been locked up in a Russian prison because she spoke out against the United States, don't talk about how you love the Constitution because obviously um, you don't even understand the First Amendment. It was a um, uh, pro-Griner comment. However... Voice to text, there were some punctuation issues. There were a couple of words that I may, might have uh, left out to clarify myself. Uh, essentially, the comment came across as if I were for Brittany Griner being incarcerated in Russia um, while, while citing the, the, the First Amendment as, as my reason, which makes absolutely no sense. Um, but I didn't notice this till 24 hours later. Um, as soon as I posted what I meant to be a pro-Griner, uh, pro-First Amendment uh, 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 comment, I thought it was just a bunch of these, these, these Neanderthals who wanted to keep her locked up disagreeing with me. So I let this go on for 24 hours. And finally, I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to check the comments and I'm going to respond to some of them. 
And when I reread what actually posted as my comment, I was shocked and I was horrified. Of course there was a bunch of people uh, blasting me, calling me a contradictory idiot. Because the way I, I posted it uh, made it look like I was making the exact opposite point that I was trying to make. So I was absolutely humiliated. Um, you know, it was a big, it, it was a story on ESPN. It, it got like hundreds and hundreds of comments. And so I tried to clarify. I tried to edit, but the damage was done. Um, you know, it there's there's worse sins than than misrepresenting and and making some typos in a, a Facebook comment. But this was pretty embarrassing. And my biggest fear was that somebody I know came across the original post and 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 might think that I feel that way. My biggest fear is that someone might have read that that I know and respect and think that I'm a a a, a pro keep Brittany Griner locked up guy while um, citing the First Amendment, which which makes no sense. So, for the record, what I meant to say was that if you're one of these idiots who are saying that Brittany Griner should have stayed locked up because she criticized the United States and you talk about how much you love the Constitution, you're contradicting yourself. And uh, I, my, my punctuation, my grammar, made it look like uh, I was one of these people. So, the lessons I've learned is A cut down even more on social media arguments. But, I mean, here's the thing. There, there's so much homophobia out there. There's so much misinformation that I feel like I need to do something. Um, but obviously that, that burned me because I, I ended up looking like one of them. Uh, number two, if you are charged up in a social media debate, maybe write out what you're going to type, close your app, Ten minutes later, come back, proofread it to make sure that uh, you have made your point uh, abundantly, abundantly clear. So, um, and there is there is one guy who posted a screenshot of my radio show announcement, and he said, "How did you get it? Did you get your radio show because of your fine reasoning?" And I said, "I said, oh man, I'm such an idiot." I said, "The real question is, how did I get a radio show when I did such a crap job?" of expressing myself and communicating my point of view. So um, I eventually just deleted it uh, because what was happening is I was just kind of digging myself into a bigger hole trying to explain explain away the idiocy that I, I, I inadvertently posted. And uh, I left up kind of my mea culpa for about four hours, and I was just so embarrassed I deleted it. So uh, hopefully uh, people don't think that... Uh, my, my originally poorly constructed comment is how I feel. I don't blame them if they do because people uh, often um, are exposed as being uh, full of crap. Um, so, you know, I don't think anyone's earned the benefit of the doubt, but that's why I've spent the last seven minutes talking about this. And this is probably self-serving because um, nobody probably cares. And, and hopefully not as many people saw it as I was afraid they they would. But uh, I just want to be clear, my original post, my uh, my feelings are the opposite of what came across, just to make that 3,000% clear. Donald Trump's 37-count indictment was unsealed earlier than I thought. 
I was under the impression that it was going to be unsealed um, at the federal courthouse in Miami on uh, Tuesday when when Donald Trump was formally arraigned on 37 counts ranging from uh, unlawful possession of federal documents. Um, There's some espionage charges in there. There's some obstruction of justice charges in there. So all 37 of those were actually unsealed on Friday, uh, the entire indictment. And what a doozy. One of the main criticisms of Alvin uh, Bragg's state felony indictment um, in the Stormy Daniel hush money case uh, was that it was kind of flimsy and not very detailed. And Jack Smith's indictment um, on Mar-a-Lago documents um, was the exact opposite. Everyone says that it's very meticulous. It's very detailed. Um, there's there's there, there's documentation. There's photographs. There's 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 audio tapes, and uh, what we saw was really shocking. I mean, um, I'm sure everybody's seen the pictures um, so far on television about just boxes of boxes of documents um, in a storage closet boxes and boxes of documents in uh, on the stage in a ballroom and a whole bunch in some random bathroom surrounded by a toilet. I mean, that th- that image of the toilet surrounded by those boxes uh, really just showed how, how kind of careless and cavalier uh, the former president was allegedly in, in storing these documents. Now, as far as I understand, there were not classified documents in all of those boxes photographed uh classified documents were were kind of interspersed amongst other things um inside those boxes but um in the indictment they referenced 21 documents that are of the utmost clearance and we we we've heard it um there were uh battle plans for iran if they ever uh, attacked us and we wanted to retaliate. Uh, there were maps. There was intel. Uh, there was information about um, our nuclear capabilities and weaknesses, as, as well as nuclear capabilities and weaknesses for our allies and our enemies. And that um, audio tape that hasn't been released publicly. I'm guessing it hasn't been released publicly because it's 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 now evidence in a a a, a felony uh a federal felony case um that might have been the smoking gun the one where donald trump is is allegedly bragging to a bunch of people at his bedminster country club that he does have classified documents um having to do with a military operation in iran but uh um they're classified and he could have classified them between uh before he um, what was, uh, no, back when he was president and he didn't do so, so they're still classified. So it demonstrates um, a knowledge of the situation. It demonstrates um, that Donald Trump um, knew that he wasn't supposed to be showing or, or, or telling anyone or even having possession of those documents and that uh, he acted the way he did. And uh, so there's no more plausible deniability with that audio tape. And and I'm wondering if that audio tape was the smoking gun. Um, A couple of of Donald Trump's uh, main 
attorneys in this case resigned, one of them being Jim Trusty, uh, a guy that I thought was probably Donald Trump's best chance of getting a plea deal or walking uh, because, uh, you know, he, his, his, his delivery is so even-handed and competent that I said, wow, this guy could tell me the, the sky is uh, purple. And I would believe him, hook, line, and sinker. Well, that guy, he quits uh, just hours after going on uh, to the Today Show with Savannah Guthrie and defending Donald Trump. So um, I, what does that say about Trump's case? I don't think it looks good. Um, so far, looking to the indictment, uh, I, I don't really see any way Donald Trump squirms out of this. Unless uh, a lot of people are speculating that the judge um, who is overseeing this this trial um, has made a number of pro-Trump rulings in the past and uh, that she could possibly delay things, delay things, delay things um, until after the election. And if he is elected president, this stuff goes away for four years. Now, there's also a scenario where Donald Trump, he goes to trial. He gets convicted. He goes to jail uh, while he's still running. While he's uh, sentenced to prison, he is elected president of the United States. Uh, would that mean that he, he's going to run the country from behind bars? I don't know. Um, a lot of former Donald Trump allies are, com- are coming out and saying this looks bad. Uh, Bill Barr, his former attorney general, uh, said that if, if half the stuff that's in this indictment is true, Donald Trump is toast. And it's really interesting to see Donald Trump's opponents on the campaign trail digging in and, and, and supporting him. Now, I can understand them coming out before the indictment was unsealed and, and released and saying, this is a witch hunt, they've got nothing on him. But uh, once it was unsealed and you saw those pictures and, and you heard about all the evidence, all the text messages of Donald Trump telling people where to move documents and, and the audio tape, I don't know how you can still be saying that this is a witch hunt and and that it's a weaponizing of the Department of Justice against a political opponent. I mean, mean, there's some people saying, hey, look, you guys are going after him. Why don't you go after uh, Joe Biden about the alleged bribes that he received from a foreign government for for political favor? And uh, that's a valid argument. What I would say is that's still being under um, that's still under investigation um, at the moment. And just because Joe Biden might get away with something doesn't mean Donald Trump should as well. Um, I, I think the cry should be for um, uh, a, a more stringent investigation of, of, of Joe Biden instead of letting Donald Trump off the hook. And, and here's the other thing, too. All right. Let's say that the Joe Biden um, bribery from a foreign national to uh, for political favors um, actually ends up being true and he's found guilty. I don't think that's as jarring and I don't think that still has the same shock value uh, as a former Trump, uh, former Trump, a former former President Trump having a trove of nuclear secrets locked up in a bathroom at his hotel property in Florida. If both are found guilty, I think I still think Donald Trump's uh, allegations, Donald Trump, uh, the crimes he's being accused of 
are way more jarring and way more alarming for the American people than Joe Biden taking a bribe from a, a foreign country um, that doesn't necessarily have any demonstrable direct link to having any effect on, on any of our uh, personal lives here in the United States.